Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome into the show. A lot of things to tackle, but let's start with this. Every single team in the NFL sucks. No, I'm just kidding. That's me as a Bears fan. I'm just joking around. I know you don't. But we did have an upside-down weekend. And the teams that lost, and even some of the teams that won, we got a stark reminder of the thing we lose all the time because we are captives of the moment. And put me at the top of the list list of people who fall for that okie-dokie. Anybody can get beaten. And despite strong starts in the NFL season, these are long, grueling marathons. And we don't know really the heights and the ceiling of certain teams, maybe outside the Chiefs, until deep in the year. One of the examples I constantly bring up, And it applies to a degree, maybe not in the extreme, but to a degree in the context of the Niners losing a game they should not have against a Cleveland team that just wasn't that good, at least offensively, quarterback out, running back out. Missed two field goals the Niners did. Should have won the game, including at the end. And I'll bring up in the context of an Eagles team that we've been talking about that we thought maybe was a little bit overhyped puffed up in a an undefeated record they'd earned, but didn't say what you might think it said when you saw it, was that loss to a Jets team that obviously still has Zach Wilson as the quarterback. The example I'll point to is the Arizona Cardinals from a couple years ago under Kyler Murray when they started whatever the hell it was, 8-0, and Kyler Murray halfway through the season was an MVP candidate. It's just a reminder you can have a good run, but you got to get a lot of football on tape you got to be able to take the difficulty and the pounding, the brutality of an NFL season. You have to be able to withstand the adjustments they're going to make to you before you know what a team is. And the takeaway from this weekend, whether it's in the Niners losing and Brock Purdy, and to be fair, first time in his career, looking awful, or the Eagles losing, and for the first time this year, I think, getting an outcome that they've deserved a few times. They have not played outstanding football. Or even if you want to get into the Dolphins winning, Down a couple touchdowns, if memory serves, to a Panthers team. Dolphins still covered, by the way. I know this because I was sweating that game big time. And Miami won. It's a reminder that nobody's unbeatable. And there are some ironies in this. Not the least of which is that when the most important, influential power rankings in America come out tomorrow, those are mine, in case you're confused, I'm not in any way confirming Netflix is doing a 12-part documentary on our power rankings, but there's a chance the Chiefs will be atop that list. Look, I understand that there were some, um, maybe some caveats for you in that Niners game. Debo goes out, McCaffrey goes out, 
they miss a couple field goals they should have made, including what was basically the game at the end. Ball went wide right. And that is a Browns team, while not having Deshaun Watson and missing some personnel offensively, still has a really good defense. They're 3-2. and two. And we don't know with that shoulder injury when Deshaun Watson's going to come back. But the standard we have for the Niners was the standard we always have for the last, or in this case, one of the last couple undefeated teams. Are they going to go 17-0? Is this a generationally great team? And the answer is, it's a great team. But generational greatness is determined when you get to January, not when you're in October. And Purdy was was awful. There's no there's no big takeaway. Purdy's not a farce all of a sudden. This is a guy who, other than in, an injury in the NFC Championship game, had not lost as a starter. But he wasn't just off a little bit. Even before, before injuries to really his two most important offensive players. And by the way, George Kittle was still out there. And it's not like he had any kind of a game. There, there are options for Purdy that say... Sorry to compare him to this guy Patrick Mahomes never has, especially when Travis Kelsey is out. Even before those injuries to Debo and McCaffrey, Purdy was bad. 12-27 on the night, completed 44% of his passes, entered the game with a sparkling 72% completion percentage, had a touchdown, had an interception, only 4.6 yards per attempt, was sacked three times. It's a whole bunch of stats to tell you that he was poor, he was bad, and he's the reason that Niners team lost that game. And afterwards, talking about his own performance, he could also be speaking just for the reality that in the NFL, no matter your record, the margins between being up, well, not the Bears, but most bad teams and most good teams is pretty thin. Man, like it's the NFL. You, you get opportunities. Um, you got you to gotta take advantage of them. And so there was definitely some throws and opportunities that I feel like that were there for me, and um, I missed on them. And that you know made us be behind the sticks, and then you have to – get a third down, which is tough on the road here, man, and um, that's something that i got to learn from, man. So um, definitely going to be real about it, and we got we all got to, you know, look ourselves in the mirror and, and see the flaws and stuff and, and uh, get better from it, but it starts with me. I like the dude. I think he's going to be just fine. That is the reaction you have to have. Nobody is perfect, and that is the weekend's giveaway and takeaway. It was a very strange set of games, and the fact is – that the Niners are still one of the best teams in football, but they're not unbeatable. And Brock Purdy is not the greatest quarterback in the history of the sport. And the ability to harass him, get to him, force what we've literally never seen before, bad games to be part of the equation. The Eagles' takeaway for me is a little bit different. Again, they're still a really good football team, but they are not the Chiefs. Literally, we saw that last year. They're close, but they played them in the Super Bowl, and they lost. And they're, I know they have the same record as Kansas City, but their tendency to be playing down week after week to their competition without a quarterback, no disrespect to Jalen Hurts, who will not and cannot do what Mahomes does in those crunch moments, single-handedly take over games, makes the Eagles vulnerable. And that and that's a bad loss, by the way. You can, at least from my vantage point, I think you can make a case that the Niners' loss to the Browns isn't that bad. If you're a Niners fan, there's a bunch out here in L.A. on the West Coast kind of close your eyes and kind of, you know when you like look in the mirror and you don't look great so you do like the half squint to just kind of turn at a certain angle like I don't look as fat this angle you can turn a couple angles in the mirror at the Niners and look more in shape than you probably are you missed some key guys offensively Purdy had an off game it's gonna happen he had it against a Browns defense that is going to get in the face of in the grill of opposing quarterbacks and make their life hard that is, that is not unique to the Niners when they when they face the Cleveland Browns and those missed field goals including the one at the end we're having a different conversation 
It's all Purdy had a bad game and they still won. How great are the Niners if that field goal kicker hits that field goal? For me, the takeaway on the Eagles is different. I know the Jets also have a very good defense. I know that Zach Wilson, you can make the argument, better than, than a backup. But New York is a team, the Jets, that feel in disarray, aren't playing for anything, feel like their season begins next year. The most exciting thing normally, until they beat the Eagles, that happens to the Jets, is Aaron Rodgers going on some other radio show getting paid $400 million to challenge a tight end he's jealous of over not football, but superstar he's getting into a Pfizer debate. Like That literally is the most important thing going on in the Jets' world. And yet they found a way to win a game against an Eagles team that really they shouldn't. Credit to New York, by the way. Nobody cares. They're not going to make the playoffs. It doesn't really matter. There is no, Zach Wilson's the guy outside of New York. The takeaway is the Eagles are vulnerable to themselves, and they play down to their competition. It's also, I think, worth noting, I don't want to hit it too much, that there's five 5-1 five and one teams that remain. And now in trying to parse the best teams in football, I think the eye kind of goes to the Dolphins, although, and they won. They didn't just win. They, they covered against a bad, winless, haphazard Panthers team. And I'm going to ask Tom a very difficult question about Bryce Young in about 15 or 20 minutes because Tommy loves those things. He loves those things. You can talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, and I think that's probably the answer of who the best team in the NFL is. You could certainly point to the Eagles and say, Super Bowl last year, who cares they lost a single game any given Sunday. You could point to the Niners, like I said, turn them in the mirror, and they can look a little thinner than they probably are. But let's give a little respect, a little love to the Detroit Lions. They're also 5-1. and one. They've only lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. That is a real test. And that's the other marker of this weekend, that anything can happen, and there's a level of parity that absolutely defines the National Football League. There is no dominant team. There's just not. There's not. I mean, let's just go through it really quick. That is the takeaway for me. That's the overarching reality. It's not just, uh, there's no 5-0 and teams. I guess we'll just talk about how uh, everybody's beatable. We know everybody's beatable. The Miami Dolphins are extremely vulnerable in the sense that, I, and I hate to bring it up, I'm knocking on wood, I'm not rooting for it, but let's be, let's be frank, We saw the Dolphins get off to a remarkable start last year. Last year, they really announced themselves as an elite football team, potentially. And then the wheels came off physically for Tua Tungavailoa. And that's before we get into some concerns about their defense. And that Panthers team with Bryce Young, who has looked like he does not belong in the NFL. I'm not saying he doesn't yet. They look pretty good early on. They look pretty impressive early on. A lot of that has to do with the Dolphins' defense. If you get into the Kansas City Chiefs, they do not have a receiving core. They do not have receivers that Patrick Mahomes trusts. And if Travis Kelsey is not out there, there's not a single target that you can rely on to maximize the excellence and the greatness. The Lions are a team, and are the only losses to the Seahawks. Which, by the way, I, I, I think that's pretty impressive. But they still have Jared Goff as their quarterback. And at the risk of sounding insulting, because I'm not, I'm not trying to... They are the Detroit Lions. And we have not seen, historically, that team have success. For me, the Eagles' concerns just come... It's hard to, to measure and quantify mentality, but they have played down to their competition, and obviously you saw the Niners and what Brock Purdy's floor could be. We've never seen it, and we'll have to assess it. Wide open in the NFL. Nobody's unbeatable. What an upside-down weekend. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Uh, a bunch of people... By a bunch of people, I mean one of you who got my cell number. Want me to ask Tom my difficult question now. By the way, Tom, good morning. Uh, happy Monday. I hope you had a wonderful weekend being Sven. 
the 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 what is he? He's the reindeer that doesn't get to talk. Is that what is that what your wife assigned you at your Halloween party with your kid? Uh, yes, you you nailed that. The Got reindeer it. from Frozen that doesn't get to talk. Bill, happy Monday to you. you. Let me ask you a question, and then we'll hit it in in a minute. But I, honestly, without being a captive of the moment, how how long? Now, I'm obviously asking this about Bryce Young. He has not played well. He looks overwhelmed. I know C.J. Stroud, who was taken after him as the Texans quarterback, also a rookie, threw his first pick over the weekend, but he still looks comfortable as an NFL player. Anthony Richardson's injured, but he's looked pretty good. We've seen flashes of what his heights can be. Bryce Young has not looked great, number one overall pick, and the Panthers gave up a lot to get that pick, including what may be next year's number one pick going back to Chicago. What do you think is the right amount of time that you have to let pass in the NFL before you can comfortably start to say about a QB, he's not going to work out? Because that started today. Today's the first day in getting up and reading all the NFL coverage. People that I respect and people that I read, which, you know, there's a Venn diagram that overlaps. It's not complete. Started to talk about this possibility. I don't think seven games is enough. I don't. Seven games is not enough, but I also think an entire season yeah. is more than enough. I think it's probably around that 10 to 12 game range. Well, I was going to say lucky 13. Ooh. By the way, I, went to, I did my, um, I had my yearly physical on Friday, and it was July, or it, was, it wasn't July, it was Friday the 13th. And I was kind of worried the doctor was going to come in and be like, I got good news and I got bad news. I'm like, what's the good news? His good news would be like, you know, I just got, you know, a new car or whatever. Because doctors are like, I'm like, oh, cool. And what's the bad news? Well, it's Friday. Like, You're dead. <laughs> you know, I was kind of worried. <laughs> but it all went okay. Glad to hear that. Very happy to hear that. Are you superstitious about Friday the 13th? I am not. Not whatsoever. Would you walk under a ladder? Yeah, why not? I don't know. Like, why risk if even if it's a one out of one hundredth of a percent? Because I'm not like walking. You you want to prove to yourself like there's no reason to be superstitious. Uh, we have a black cat though, and I'm not sweating. But I don't think it applies if it's your black cat, right? I think you you summon the, the like you are a part of part of the instrument of bad luck. You're not the person getting the bad luck. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. If you, well, I'm just if hoping you had a black cat as a pet. I didn't know that. What is it if it crosses in front of you? Yeah. Yeah, and this thing sleeps in my face. So, like, does that? That counts for sure. I made it. I mean, I'm. I made it. The doctor <laughs> didn't tell me I was already gone on my yearly physical on Friday the 13th. So I feel like I, I passed the test. That's a major win. Big win. Definitely. If you're wondering where I came up with the the Niners can look in the mirror and they try to look thinner, I may or may not have <laughs> when I went to my doctor put on like, oh, I need to wear a black shirt. <laughs> Did it hit close to home? <laughs> it's not as slimming as they say that it is. I know the camera adds 10 pounds. Is the mirror supposed to add 10 pounds? <laughs> I haven't heard of that one, no. All right. I've seen it. Haven't heard of it either. All right, 855-2124-CBS. If you got a take, I, I'd be curious. How long do you need? And this is about Bryce Young. He is the quarterback who is young, who is struggling. And, and by the way, it doesn't always work out. With all respect to Zach Wilson and the weekend and the win against the Eagles, that guy did not live up to expectations. Neither did Josh Rosen. Neither did Sam. What's his name? Can't remember the guy's name anymore. You know, I'm not going to give last names to quarterbacks who fail. They're just, it's just Sam. I know it's Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold brought his mother to an interview once that I did on TV, and I was I, I may or may not have made fun of him forever. And I know that's mean, but also you're a grown ass man. Don't bring your mom to your job interviews, and maybe you'll make it in the NFL. Unkind, perhaps, but somebody should have told him in advance. Don't rub your head, Tom. If you brought your I mean, Tom's mom actually comes to the studio sometimes. Is she the, oh, hello, hello, Mrs. D. So I asked her to wait outside today. 
Can you imagine your mother coming with you? And by the way, it wasn't just, I'm so proud of him. Like, there were questions I'd ask where she'd jump in. You nervous about the NFL and making it? A lot of quarterbacks don't make it. I got this. Sammy is very excited. Oh, wow. Okay, Mrs. Darnold. It wasn't really Sammy. I mean, that's not true. How long do you need before you feel comfortable saying a Bryce Young ain't going to make it? 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. We're going to get to that. And a very bad, no good, awful, terrible day for Bill Belichick next here at CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. He's Bill Ryder, and he's always right. I just said all kinds of nice things to Tom, and he couldn't make eye contact with me. It's Ryder Than You on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back into the show, Bill Ryder. Hi, Tom. You're a great guy. Oh, thanks for saying that, man. You made my morning. No eye contact. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Let's go to Detroit, where Jack is listening on Sirius XM 158. Jack, good morning, buddy. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning, Bill. Hey, man, I heard you try to throw a little shade at, at the Lions, man. We we know <laughs> our history. <laughs> we know our history. But I, I'm going to just throw something at you real quick now. Cincinnati, Cincinnati was the Lions for for a long time, Ooh, and we see cool. what they're doing now, right? So the Lions is on—it's real, man. They 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 on to come up. This this ain't this ain't you know this ain't the old Lions no more. They 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 real now. The one loss they got was to Seattle. Montgomery got hurt. They beat KC, although Travis Kelsey wasn't there. All these things where the Lions would would lose before, find a way to lose. That's that. That's what the Lions would always do. Now they 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 win it. So uh, we 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 legit. I told you a couple of weeks ago, and I said this, Bill. I said the Lions are the second best team in the NFC. Now I think I misspoke. They might be the best. Watch oh, I, I love the confidence, Jack. Watch out for these boys, man. <laughs> Sam uh, I... you know, Sam Fran won uh, Christian McCaffrey's. Uh, yeah, away from from falling out, and uh, Philly ain't Philly ain't the same without their coordinators. I, I, 
I'm, I'm loving these boys, man. I, I, I think we are going to be the team this year. We, we, our division is about wrapped up already, so it's just a matter of where we're going to be seated in the playoffs. Go Lions, Bill. What? Go Lions. Hey. But, all right, I'm going to do that. You know what? I'll turn it around. You're right, Jack. My bad. I said put some respect on the Lions, and I said the Lions have always sucked. You know what I, you know what I have to remember? Jack's right. The Bengals had a history. Doesn't matter. The Warriors had a history. Doesn't matter. You find the right pieces. Normally, though, it's a transcendent player. Joe Burrow's that player for Cincinnati. And by the way, Burrow, quietly, well, I'm sure we'll hit this later in the show or this week, looking more like himself. That calf obviously getting healthy. They're starting to win games. It's hard for me to get my mind around Jared Goff being that player, which is maybe a little misplaced because he was the number one overall pick in his draft. He did make a Super Bowl. He did play well last year for Detroit. And this year, the guy is completing just about 70% of his passes. He got 11 touchdowns through six games, only thrown three picks. He's played really, really well. You're right, Jack. Detroit, I'm sorry. The past, I'm just used to the past always being a prelude to the present because I'm a Bears fan and a Cubs fan. But my hauntings are not your hauntings. I, I, I tried to watch Haunted House with my kid on, on Disney Channel. Plus, that little... Some Disney, some Disney analogies come, and my and my daughter went to Disneyland over the weekend. I'll put some respect on on Detroit's name. I like the call, Jack. Thank you, buddy. Eight five five two one two four CBS is the phone number. By the way, you can listen to Detroit if you want. You can listen to the Bears. You can listen to anybody. Well, don't listen to the Bears, but just know you can stream the NFL on Westwood for free. Sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or in the Odyssey app, get in the zone, AutoZone, the free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone, AutoZone restrictions apply. Hello, Tom. I got a great show for you. Ready? I got a TV show for you. I'm never ready for these. It's going to sound like it's a sucker thing, but I actually, I, I didn't, so I, I hurt my back over the weekend. I think I told you this. Never fun to hurt your back. That's like little, constant pain. Constant little pain. Ba- haven't been able to sleep a lot, right? Who needs sleep? I do. But other than me, who needs it? So I've been watching TV when sports isn't on, and I was flipping through Netflix. I watched a couple Black Mirrors. That show's so good, but it's so dark. I watched the Waldo episode. I know you don't. So I'm like, I need something light. My brother had recommended the David Beckham documentary. I don't care about David Beckham. I don't care about soccer before I started watching two or three years ago. It is riveting, it is emotional, it is searing, it is funny, it is, I think, five episodes, it has a lot of sports, it's got a lot of, the, do you know who the Spice Girls are? Are you familiar with the Spice Girls? I've heard of them once or twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do you know that the Spice Girls are now playing on radios again? Like, have you heard? This is why, because of the documentary. I'm just saying, might be worth your time, it's easy to find, it's about David Beckham, it's called Beckham. Don't bury the lead here. The Spice Girls have new music, or their old music is old just making music the is popular again. Oh, I thought they had new music. There's like a, there's a posh Spice. She married David Beckham. There was a sporty Spice. There was a was there a they're like the Dwarves, right? Sad Spice. Seven <laughs> seven little people. Happy Spice. <laughs> was there a Happy Spice? No, no you're making so. that up. <laughs> you weren't there. The dwarves. Weren't there five <laughs> Sneezy Spice? Oh man, she was awkward. They put her in the back of the chorus. She, time she tried to sing the chorus, started sneezing. Yeah. 
Grumpy Spice? That would be you. You would have oh, okay. married Grumpy Spice. Okay. That, not married, but that would have been like, oh, I love. Everyone would have picked their favorite Spice Girl. Yours would have been Grumpy Spice. You would have loved her. She's the best. Bashful? Bashful was another one, right? There, in real life, there was a Bashful Spice? No. Oh, the, the Seven Dwarves. Right, right. And Snow White. <laughs> You're leaning into Snow White. I think we only got two of the Spice Girls. The other problem is I don't know how many Spice Girls there are. I think four or five. Which Spice Girl or which of Snow White's um, protectors would Bill Belichick be right now? Sad? Is there a sad Spice? Yeah, Grumpy Spice. Over my, over my head but used to be successful Spice? I'm washed Spice? You asked me a really good question over the weekend. You, uh, you really did. Or over excuse me, Friday that I thought of over the weekend in Buy or Sell. And, and it, was, it was, correct me if I'm getting this off, it was some version of will it be an even worse look for Bill Belichick to lose to Josh McDaniels, his former coordinator, head coach of the Raiders, than it was, I think, the Jets lost. Is that what the question was? And I said, no, not as bad. I'm wrong. In the moment, watching it, when the score was, was when it was clearly like, oh, the Raiders can win this game, and they did, there's something about watching a coach that is not good enough, I think, to be a head coach in the NFL. Another guy that comes off that Belichick coaching tree to beat a Bill Belichick team that makes you realize this is not a good football team, and Bill Belichick does not have his arms around it. I do, the dude's getting fired at the end of the year. Not fired. They're going to part ways. He's not. There's. No, he can't fix it. That's what hit me. This. He doesn't have a quarterback. He doesn't have a plan. You can't trust him with the quarterback next year to draft. He is not going to be able to fix this, Tom. And to lose the way that they did against the Raiders, Belichick is now 0-3 against Josh McDaniels. That is a shot. He's also under 500 for his career now against former assistants. And part of that is, like, it's just getting embarrassing at this point. Plus, you add in, I know Jimmy G got hurt. Jimmy G, former Patriot. Brian Hoyer, who played in the second half of this game, former Patriot. Like, there's a different... There's different levels to this where it's every time seems like it gets more embarrassing for Belichick. The dregs of the dregs. They're 1-5 this year. That is the worst start since 1995. And Mac Jones, again, he's regressing, isn't he? He's getting worse and worse every week. He looks overwhelmed. He looks like a rookie. Who do you think right now, if I asked you, who's got more ceiling, Bryce Young or Mac Jones? Easily go Bryce Young. Oh, Bryce without Young, a doubt, it's Bryce Young. And that kid looks overwhelmed right now. And is on what should be a markedly worse team that's not nearly in the same position New England should be in, right? You've had several years of Mac Jones. This is year three. Had several years without Tom Brady. You've had several years of the supposed greatest coach of all time. This is an embarrassment, and this goes back to what I say all, all the time. Perception is reality until the thing that made the perception happen go away. And in the NFL, and really in a lot of sports outside of baseball, perception is shaped by sometimes one great, Steph Curry, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, whoever it is, bending reality, bending the light to look a certain way. Like like the glow gets, gets spread on everybody, but it really is coming from one dude. Tom Brady was that dude, and Bill Belichick wasn't. And that's the for me, that's the revelation. Because he's not just struggling to be dominant. He's struggling to be competent with the quarterback he selected. And may, you can make a case, well, he's got the power in the organization that they brought in a different GM, maybe as a coach. He's not that guy. At a certain point, you graduate to a certain role that you expect, 
Bill Belichick is not going back to a situation where he is subservient to a, to a president of, vice president of, football ops to a GM. He is done, I think, in New England. Maybe they'll keep him and they'll fail next year too, but he is not going to succeed as a Patriots head coach again. I mean, Bill, the lows get lower week by week until Ezekiel Elliott got that rushing touchdown in the third quarter for New England yesterday. 39 drives without a touchdown. Without a touchdown. I mean, it just gets worse and worse each week for Bill. Do you think Bill O'Brien and Bill Belichick speak to each other? Do you think there's like there's coffee? There's talk over coffee. How many times can you try and reinvent the wheel on, on how to fix Mac Jones? I know this is only a handful of games for Bill O'Brien, but what can you do at this point? What can Mike, you really do? Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. That's the guy that I'm hiring for that job. I'm going. I'm getting him from, from the Titans. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Uh, you were Sven over the weekend. Your son, you sent me a photo. Will was Olaf. It was adorable. But that looked like a hot Olaf costume. There was there was a lot of moving parts to that costume. It covered a lot of his face. At some point, it, it you know it dropped down. It covers his, his eyes. Uh, I knew it wasn't going to last that long. We got about an hour in the costume. I have to I have to admit something to you about my weekend. I'm ashamed of it. I did not stay up for the Colorado game. I fell asleep. Thought it was over. Thought it was done. Colorado got up big on Stanford. If you missed it. You're going to want to hear. It's one of the five things. We've got five things you need to know from this weekend in college football from the frozen superfan himself, Tom DeCelestino, after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. When he's right, he's right. We're not live, right? We can just edit all this out. Just edit it out. We'll clean it up and post. You're listening to Writer Than You with Bill Ryder. It's good we're not live and that we can edit this out and post because i got to bring up something to Tom. Tom just told me. Tom, it's okay. Tom, if you run an algorithm that is creepy on Twitter X and you are targeting people who want to use Twitter X for smut, sleeve Tommy... <laughs> 
alone. I woke up this morning. Whenever I have 20-plus Twitter mentions when I haven't tweeted, which is most of the time, uh, but especially when I wake up whatever, 4.35 in the morning, I think, oh, my God, can these Knicks fans just leave me alone? You're not that good. Of... And then I got on there, and it was Tom, a bunch of um, smutty bots just liking your stuff, as you just pointed out to me in the break. Because your name is pretty daddy. They just assume you're a creep. Yeah. the uh, My new Twitter X handle really just hits the algorithm for these adult handles. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting a lot of likes on tweets from like a week ago that people would not be right. liking if it wasn't for these creepy Twitter handles. Very pretty girls who aren't real and don't actually like you are liking your work. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, I don't right, want you right. to ever leave. Right. I don't want you to ever leave the show. I want you here forever. But let's say, let's say that you went and sold insurance, or you became a traveling book salesman, or you went to work as a manager at a at a factory, or any other job. What, what, what other imaginary job would you like me to throw in there? Uh, not sales, because I'd probably be the worst salesman of all time. Let's say you were in charge of glowering. At a at a place where they want you to glower. Is that a word? Or people? I think it is. Uh, if it is a word, you're going to have to tell me what it means. I may have just, well, it's just sort of, in my mind, it's just stare at someone with anger. Let's say that that's your job. And I let's did also, have a very yeah. brief moment there where I was just kind of roll with it, and I wasn't going to tell you I didn't know what that word meant. I might be making that word up. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I want you to take Pretty Daddy with you. I, I want this to be something that you can... I don't want you to feel like I have a proprietary right to that. You are pretty daddy, and you can take it with you. I didn't know if at any point, like if these weird, creepy Twitter handles continue to like my my tweets, if I was going to hear something from, you know, down the hall, the, the, the powers that be, like, hey, dude, what's this Twitter handle? Get rid of it. I don't like that you're making me doubt my vocabulary. It is a word. Uh, glower. Have an angrier, sullen look on one's face. Scowl, an angrier, sullen look. I said glower, and you looked at me like I either, that I made up an alien word. I had no, that was the very first time I've heard that word in my 35 years of existence. Uh, we need a vice president of glowering. I've, I got a guy. He, now, downside, <laughs> handles pretty daddy. Upside, the guy can glower. Should we do, uh, are you interested in edifying us with five things we need to know glower-free about college football. Let's do it, Bill. All right. Your security clearance is on a need-to-know basis. And these are five things you need to know. Number one. All right, Bill. Prime time. Deion Sanders and the Buffaloes pushed all the right buttons in the first half on Friday night, taking a 29-0 lead into halftime on Stanford. However, Bill, the second half was a very, very different story. The Cardinals stormed all the way back to force overtime and ultimately came away with the 46-43 double overtime win. Stanford wide receiver Alec Amanor finished with 13 catches, 294 yards and three touchdowns. Bill, once Colorado picked up their first first down of the second half, the score was still 29-0. All the analytics said that the Buffaloes had a 99.8% chance of winning the game. 99.8. The comeback was the largest in Stanford's history. Deion Sanders, as you can imagine, Bill, wasn't pleased 
after the game when he met the media. There's a lot of things that goes on in life that's unexpected, and this is one of them. We got to knuckle up and let's go. We can't sit down and have no pity party. Y'all don't feel bad for us. Some of y'all are ecstatic about what transpired today, and I know that, but that's cool. We're going to take this one on the chin because we deserve it. Um, 29, I, I, I've never been in one of these types. I, I don't remember, a t- I, from, from youth on, I don't remember being up 29 nothing and losing a football game. I really don't. This is, this is a little tough for me, and I'm trying my best, and I thank you all for your patience, and I thank you for your, your heart because this is really tough for me. Bill Colorado is now 4-3 and three on this season. All three of their losses have come in Pac-12 conference play. I admitted this a moment ago, 5, 10, 15 minutes ago. I'll admit it again. I had the game on. I was watching. I did forget, though. A buddy of mine on Friday afternoon asked me if I was going to watch the Colorado game. I go, oh, my God, it's a Friday game. Yes. Put it on. Watched it. Got kind of bored by it. Thought, oh, and then just fell asleep. Went to sleep. Woke up in the morning. Thought I'd, I'd woke into an alternate universe. I... Maybe I'm, by the way, he's wrong. A bunch of people are going to enjoy it. No, they're not. I mean, yeah, your opponents, like the other teams or their coaches, they're America's team. They're actually America's college football team. They are a Cinderella story. I love watching them play. I want them to win. But this is part of the growing pains. I mean, they are they are overachieving in every step. And I would say that when you let go of a 29-0 lead, I didn't see it, so I can't really speak to what happened other than the highlights, which is not the same kind of deal. But there, there might be a little arrogance. I'll say this too, Tom. This is sort of unrelated. But did you watch the SNL takedown slash spoof of Dion? About 55 times. Utterly amazing. But it, they're related, right? They're a sensation. Colorado is the most important college football team in America. And they are not nearly its best, right? They're the most interesting team with the most eyeballs. And that's a massive amount of pressure. It's, it's, it's kind of like being number one in the country. Target on your back. Only you're not at that level, and so even when you're down or even when you're up 20-0, teams are going to give you everything they have, and that momentum's going to shift, and they're just they're that program are gonna, they're going to have to learn to carry the weight of being Deion Sanders' program. Number two. All right, Bill. In the marquee matchup of the entire weekend, Oregon was up 33-29 on Washington with two minutes and 11 seconds to go in the game. Now, the Ducks faced a 4th and 3 from the Washington 47. So we're basically at midfield. Oregon head coach Dan Lanning decided to go for it and ice the game. That would have absolutely ended the game. The Ducks didn't get it, Bill. Now, the Huskies got the ball back, and it took them all of two plays to go 53 yards and find the end zone to take a 36-33 lead. Washington scored so fast that the Ducks still had a chance with a minute 38 to go. Oregon was able to drive and attempt a game-tying 43-yard field goal, but it was wide right as time expired. Bill, after the game, Oregon head coach Dan Lanning took all the blame for the loss. I think this game's 100% on me. I don't think you guys got to look anywhere else besides me. You know, I think every one of us can look and uh, look at the decisions that were made today. And again, if you can make some of those decisions differently, like I said, if you kick the field goal before half, uh, you kick the field goal somewhere else, then... That it could have been a different result. Um, you never know how the rest of the game's going to play out, so you make those decisions based on the information you have. Huskies quarterback and Heisman Trophy favorite right now, Michael Penix Jr., finished with four touchdowns, 302 yards passing, and Bill Washington jumped to number five this week in the poll while Oregon fell to number nine. What a heartbreaker for Oregon. I, 
I'm not going to do the cliche they were the better football team because they didn't win the game. And I respect Lanning taking the heat because it belongs on him. And he's right about the field goal at the end of the half, first half. You're playing a Washington offense that is one of the best in the country. They are full of confidence. You watch, And I watched that game. They realized early on that they could go toe-to-toe with Oregon. There were questions, at least on the West Coast. Are they really on that level because there's a talent disparity usually in recruiting? So they had all the momentum, or at least a sense of belief. You've got to make that quarterback and that offense go whatever, 70, 80, if you can get a good enough punt, 90 yards. You can't. Fourth and three, Tom? You tell me if I'm wrong. Cause I, I like being. You cannot go for it on fourth and three. With your defense and that offense, you can't do it. Absolutely stunned. I was watching this live. Right. Absolutely stunned that they went for it. I thought maybe he – at first I thought I was there just going to try to draw the opposite, them off sides. And then I thought, did someone – did he think it was fourth and one? Did he, did he not understand the situation? I was stunned knowing that Dan Lanning is known for being ultra-aggressive. And, and I he was, was in the still, first half. Still yeah. stunned they went for it. You've got the game in your hands. You can prevent a touchdown. Do not give them basically a short field. 53 yards is not that much for Washington and not that much in college football. And what happens is then defenses start to play really conservative and worrying to get picked apart. Dude, brutal out. But I also want to give Washington their flowers, Tom, the expression you love so much. That is a big boy win. That is a big time win. Can you imagine if that program from the Pac-2 just shoves the Pac-2 expression down my throat and the throats of everybody else? I'm rooting for it. What a Cinderella story. It's Disney all the way. Kid goes to Disney. I can't get the Disney comparisons out of my brain. What a what a huge victory. Number three. I know where you're going with this. And let, me just, let me just say that I know I'm listening. I'm listening with shocked ears. Go, please continue. All right, Bill. And this might be why. For the first time in his collegiate career, Caleb Williams threw three interceptions in a game. And, Bill, they actually all came in the first half as Notre Dame beat USC with ease on Saturday 48-20 to 20 in South Bend. Now, the Trojans turned it over five times combined on Saturday. USC is averaging 30 points allowed per game now this season. Remember, Lincoln Riley told us last week that it was a media creation that his defense had been struggling. Ooh, shot in there, little towel. Five shots you need to know. All right, Bill. USC falls, like falls to number 18 this week. And 6-2 and two Notre Dame jumps up to number 15. USC looks to rebound this week against Utah, while the Fighting Irish have a bye. I don't know what to make of this, because I've watched several Notre Dame games this year pretty attentively, because I'm not a Notre Dame fan, but I'm Catholic, right? And I went to a Catholic high school, and I'm sort of, my mom's a fan. I'm Notre Dame fan adjacent, right? It's like, it's like, it's like a team from your conference or a state next door you don't hate. You kind of have an interest in, so you're you know you're sort of interested. I didn't think they were that good. I thought they were fine, and I thought USC. And I told you this on Friday. I was so wrong. I thought their it didn't matter what their defense was going to do. Their offense was going to blow the doors off Notre Dame. They got dominated. The only thing I know for sure is that Caleb Williams looks like a Bears quarterback now. He looks <laughs> like he fits as a Bears. That was I, my thought the whole time. I loved that text when I got it from you. When loved I texted you? Loved it. Yeah, yeah. The Bears are going to get Caleb Williams. That's the Caleb Williams they're going to get. That That's terrific. For me, so I'm just thinking, Notre Dame lost to Ohio State, right? I got that right? Uh, yes, yes, indeed. Yeah. I mean, how good is Notre Dame? And doesn't it sort of add to the need for you to apologize and say that an expanded playoff makes sense? 
given the fact that it would be nice to see Notre Dame in the pl- a playoff if this is who they are. Tom, you can apologize now if you want to. No, I am certainly not apologizing, and it's not going to come on Notre Dame's behalf because this game was way more about how bad Caleb Williams was. Notre Dame made him play poorly. I'll plead the fifth on that one. <laughs> okay. Number four. Bill, let's head to Corvallis for another ranked Pac-12 matchup. Oregon State took care of business against UCLA on Saturday, 36-24. The now number 12 Beavers are 6-1 on the year with their only loss coming to Washington State. Meanwhile, Chip Kelly's Bruins are now 4-2 and and hanging on for dear life in the top 25 at number 25 this week. When I praised Chip Kelly a few weeks ago, I knew that it came out, tasted it wrong. It never it lasts. It's always it, no. only a week or two. The sky always falls, but it does reinforce how good the, the Pac-12 is and how how crummy that is. I say crummy. It's crummy, see? How crummy it is given the fact that the conference doesn't exist at the end of the season. Number five. All right, Bill, as Miami, as <laughs> I Miami you. look to recover from one of the worst college football coaching blunders in the history of the sport, North Carolina, on the other hand, was looking to remain undefeated and crack the top 10 this week. And, Bill, that's exactly what they did, beating the Hurricanes 41-31 and reaching number 10 in this week's poll. It was the fourth time this season that Mac Brown's Tar Heels scored at least 40 points. North Carolina will take on Virginia this Saturday. It is amazing. This is, so, so I gotta keep using Miami as an example. I, I talk about how quickly the wheels can come off a program. If I if you if I told you whatever ten years ago that Miami was going to lose to North Carolina football, you would think that I had lost my mind. Your program's in deep, deep crap, man. Your coach Mar- Mario Cristobal is not the guy. Just call him Nebraska. Just call Miami Nebraska. You might they, as well at this point. They can't be Nebraska because where they where they get to recruit though, right? Like. It shouldn't be the same because they, they're in Florida. Where they get to recruit, and they're still this bad. Terrible. Unbel- but, but that's still a program that can be turned around. I mean, you have competition in the state, but you can still turn around. Nice win by the Tar Heels. All right, let's turn back to some NFL. Our guy, the maestro of football himself, Ty Dunn, joins me next year on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.